Hello, hello, my beautiful people. It's your girl, the Damo, here with the Mind Your Business podcast, where your mind should forever be your business. How y'all doing today? It's Friday. The Friday after Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Love Day. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm a little under the weather. I'm congested. Um, but I still wanted to make sure I got an episode out to you guys. Because consistency is the goal for 2023, people. Um, for life, really. But <coughs> throughout this episode, you might hear me cough a little bit. I am so sorry if coughing makes you cringe. I tried to really minimize it a lot. But, um, yeah, y'all, I'm tired. I've been off of work for a few days. Um, because I've been congested, my job was like, girl, no, go home, you are sick. Um, so I've really just been working through that. Been a little bored. But, you know, it's been, it's been a pretty cool week. It's pretty, um, minimal. How have you guys been? Let's pause for a second. Check in with yourself. Especially if this is the first time you probably even checked in with yourself all week. How are you doing? Are you okay? Are you just getting through the week? Um, are you just pushing through for the weekend? Um, what is it? Take a second. I know, I know it's strange. Take a second and pause. I'll wait. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> I hope you're doing fine. Um, I'm sending my love, even if you're not, and I hope this picks you up today. So today's episode, I wanted to kind of talk, since it's been love week and love day, I kind of wanted to talk about my own love, um, my own love story. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to get into too much detail because I love the fact that me and my fiance have uh, a sense of privacy about us. When it comes to our trials and our tribulations, right? And it's something that we share. But I love for us to talk about different dynamics in our relationship. And here's the guys, listen. I talk. I'm a talker. My babe is not a talker at all. That's kind of what makes us uh, opposites. Even trying to get him to do this episode, he was reluctant. But for the sake of me... Um, he wanted to help and be a part, so I do appreciate him so much for that. I love him for that. So, his answers might take a little bit of time, and that's all right. Um, it's good conversation. I definitely know that, but I wanted to definitely see his brain, um, when it comes to certain things. Let me tell you, my baby's smart, and I say that because, like, sometimes when I'm talking to him, he takes conversation into a whole different type of intellectual plane, that intrigues me like he stimulates my mind that's one of the reasons why I love him uh, greatly Uh, and and then I feel like we converse so well so I want y'all to hear a part of that Uh, we've been together for three years Uh, I'm gonna give you guys a little background because I know he's not gonna say much much and I only have a limited time before he's gonna be like I'm done okay um But we've been together for about to be three years um, in October. Um, We are getting married in November. Uh, He proposed to me. It's about to be a year ago, February 19th, 2022. 
Uh, we met in the most unconventional way. We met on Facebook dating, literally when I was about to like delete the app. And I don't know. I saw him. I swiped. I re- I, I'm the one who jumped in his DMs. I can admit. For the longest I didn't want to admit, but I jumped in his DMs. And I just said, hey. And he sent me this, like, long paragraph and, like, really poured out, like, who he was and, like, what he's going through and asked me if I didn't mind that and if I would, like, still be interested to get to know him. Not gonna lie, I sat with it for, like, a few hours. I finally responded back to him. And he didn't respond back quick enough, so I kept responding to him and be like, uh... I responded back to you. Do you want me to, like, do you want me to take it back? See, I was feisty from the get-go. And from there, our relationship really, like, rolled. And, guys, when I mean rolled, I mean, like, maybe four or five days later, I was his girlfriend. And, like, we went into this whirlwind of a love story of ups and downs and trials and tribulations. But here we stand. Here we stand. Um... Two and a half years later, about to be three. And I couldn't be happier with with the man that I have. Here's the thing, guys. When you're single for so long, or you deal with just trash people for so long, you kind of get these unrealistic expectations of what love. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Or what love can actually really be, right? And... For the longest, I thought love was this fairy tale. I thought when you found your person, it would be like this little fairy moment and it would be like, oh, my prince is charming. And like, you know, I thought none of the work would have to be done. (coughs) 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 Little did I know is that when you find your person, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done, right? There's still a lot of things that you have to overcome. There's still a lot of things that you have to um, deal with. And not even with that other individual, but with yourself. There's a lot of blending. And for me, the biggest challenge in a relationship is always disclosing to somebody that I do have bipolar disorder and that I'm not medicated and that I am privy to having uh, manic episodes or having depressive episodes and there's times that I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be talked to or I'm really down or I'm really like hyper and I'm really not in control. I've been told before by people, uh, well, people I'm with, well, you're crazy. You need to be on medication because it's unbearable. Or, you know, I've been judged or belittled because my memory is not the best. Um, because that's a part of Bible, uh, it's a part of bipolar disorder is a distorted views of yourself, distorted thoughts, um, um, short term, um, I forgot which one is it? It's something with my memory. It's not the greatest. I can't really... Re- I can remember long-term things. There we go. I have a... I have a... I can remember and I can retain things in my long-term memory, right? But when it comes to my short-term, um, I can't. Can't hold that much. Um, 
Most of the time, I speak really fast because I'm just trying to hurry up and get my thoughts out because it's so many thoughts. And my brain feels like it's just never calming down. And in a relationship, people don't want to deal with that. They don't want to hear you talk on and on and on. Or, like, it can become annoying. And that has always been something that... um, made me feel very really insecure um and maybe it was the people I chose actually I know it was the people I chose (laughs) they were trash but um yeah it's just always been a challenge in dating and disclosing that I did have a, a a mental disorder as well and one thing about being in this relationship um truly being with the person I love truly being with my soulmate truly being with my heart is that I haven't had to, um, sorry. Sorry, y'all. I get emotional when I talk about Jay. Um, I've never had to compromise who I am as a person. Um, I've never had to compromise who I am as a person to be with him. Um, he's always understood me. He's always tried to understand me. He's never really tried to change me, but he's always tried to push me to be better. And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to have found, um, especially when I thought that somebody like myself would never find that. So it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I love this man so much. I swear you can mention him and I'll start crying. <laughs> he just, he means a lot to me. Um, and vice versa, I'm just the most, I'm the more emotional one, uh, cause he's really quiet, he states himself, uh, so, uh, okay, y'all tired of hearing me talk, let's jump to the conversation with my babe, so y'all can hear what I'm talking about, okay, <laughs> alright, where's my intro music, <laughs> Fiance. <laughs> you guys, he's making this so hard to do because he's not a talker. And I understand that. But I like how he pushes himself sometimes out of his comfort zone for me. And honestly, I, that's why I want to see him talk to him about relationships because I think we have one of the most interesting, <laughs> funny relationships that there can be. Um, so, anyway, I'll get more into that. But here's my fiancé, Jay Morrison. Hi, Jay. Hello, Damo. <laughs> that is not how you normally talk. <laughs> okay. All right, so, babe, um, we've been together for about three, three years. Um, this is the longest relationship for both of us, really, in our adult life. Um, we're about to get married. How do you feel? I feel good, man. You know, never better. Never better. No, I feel good, though. You know, excited. 
and uh, you know, optimistic, but happy. I'm doing this with you. You know what I'm talking about? I know you're talking about. Okay. So, like I was saying earlier, I think one of the greatest dynamics of our, our relationship is that we really have a strong friendship. Um, what would you say is, like, the greatest part about our relationship? Um, like, we got that balance. You know, we could be funny. We could be serious. Yeah. We could be on each other's nerves. We could be arguing. <laughs> but, you know, we, we had that balance to... We find a way back. Whatever the whatever the goal is or whatever the objective is, it's gonna get done. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I like the balance we have. Yeah. We're a COVID couple. We're definitely a COVID couple. And people always ask me like, what is a COVID couple? COVID couple to me is people who met during COVID and like we had no choice but to bond. We had no choice but to like become a unit because all we saw was each other. That's all we spent twenty four seven with each other. Um, do you think that helped us, babe? Do you think that, like, helped us get where we are? Solidified a friendship and then a relationship? I mean, I feel like it had its, just like anything, it had its pros and cons, you know? Well, let's talk about that. Like, yeah, it's helped us, like, um, navigate and learn each other. But, you know, it could have been a crutch, like... Always knowing or thinking that person's going to be there, you know, if that makes sense. Right. I definitely. I, you know when I noticed that, babe? I noticed that when we came out of COVID and we started going around a lot of people. And people were, like, really asking us, like, oh, you guys are really tight. Or, like, y'all always act like that or, like, finish each other's thing like that. And I thought there was nothing wrong with it. I thought we were normal. But then, I guess, looking at the outside, we kind of looked like... We couldn't function without the other. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, because I could function without you. This is true. I could function without you. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, I don't know. You know, I guess it depends. People have different, you know, views on it. Like some would say, oh, you guys are... Really cool, really close, really, you know, and some would say, like, we're too close, or we shouldn't, you know, so, I don't know, it just all depends, but, I believe, yeah, the whole COVID thing, it, it helped us get to, like, it helped us get how we are now with the whole, you know, living with each other, and, like, we were forced to learn each other. Yeah. It's very beneficial at this point. For sure. What do you think has been, like, our biggest challenge yet? Me, personally, I feel like communication, even though that's, like, most relationships, I feel like communication and communication styles has really been our, like, our pit. Because you can communicate completely different than how I do. Um, and a lot of it is based on like what we both like went through as like children. What do you think our biggest like biggest challenge has been? 
I mean, I feel that as well, but I guess you can say to piggyback off of that or go a little deeper, like more so the understanding, because by this time we know, like we know for the most part what each other, you know, like we know, like we know each other very well, but it's a difference from knowing and understanding, like I could always know, like, oh, you like this, but, you know, I never understand why. So, once you, you know, develop that understanding, you know, it just makes things easier. But, with that being said, yeah, it's very difficult to understand someone, and, you know, it's that's very difficult. But, with the parameters we had early in the relationship, I felt that, like I said, we were forced to do that, so, yeah, but it's still a challenge we have, you know, along with compromising and all of that falls under the same umbrella. Without getting too much into our business, did you ever feel like we would make it this far? Uh, I would like to say, yeah, I mean... Where I was, like, you know, in life, I was kind of fed up with a lot, and so, yeah, I made it a, you know, I made it a thing to make it work. This is true. We went through a lot the first couple of months. Mm-hmm. That is true. This is true. A lot of, you know, ups and downs, but. We was two strangers. <coughs> two strangers trying to make it work. So, yeah, two strangers and at different points in our lives, but somewhat the same, but, you know, just different. Different, you know, we're different people, so. I think that's what makes us great. I feel like we're cut from the same cloth because we have a lot of similarities. We have a lot of same ideals and whatever like that, but... We're two different, completely, peop- like, different people. Because, like, I'm very extroverted. Whereas you're very introverted. Like, even you doing this right now is tearing you up inside. Like, I already see it. I already know it. Um, whereas for me, this is like, what? This is nothing. I'm just talking. How do you think that uh, the opposite of us, like, makes us, like, great? Because I think we're a great couple. Because, like I, like I said, I feel like that's a, all the part of understanding. Like, we could be in a in a setting where, you know, it's more your thing. And, you know, it's the, that would be very visibly shown. Like, but along with, even though that said, like, you know, I'll still step out of my comfort zone and, you know, make it work. Whereas if we're somewhere, like... Like when we went to the spa for the first time and you were like, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. then I kind of stepped up in that area. And so, I mean, it's, it's it was definitely hard at first, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a very to myself type person and, and all of that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it's, it's a challenge. It was, it still is. It you know? still is. It still is. It still is. Like, Honestly, in truth, easier now. Like you know, we have a lot of 
you know, three years, like you said, of of we make know, happy compromises. Here, so you know, you just you know, if you really love that person or you really care for that person or you know, you kinda put yourself second times. Cause y'all, this man used to sit here and just stare at me. I used to talk to him or be saying things to him or asking questions. And he would just stare at me and not respond. And that used to drive me up the wall. He still does it sometimes. Oh my gosh. And it, it grinds my gears. Jams my Glock. And I never used to understand. And it's just like that's how he processes things. Like he takes longer to process things. Like you can't just tell Jay something and then he can just jump on it. No, like, even doing this, he kept asking all these questions before, like, what are we going to talk about? For how long? And I'm just like, why? Just get on the mic and talk. But he can't do that. He got to process, like, get his mind right. Whereas me, I just press record and I start talking. And it sounds like it most of the time, but that's just, just as me, I turn on. Um, so... You know, I always tell you the moment I fell in love with you, right? Well, tell them. I'm about to. So, y'all, the moment I knew I fell in love with Jay is because I lost my keys, right? I lost my keys in the house. My car keys at that. And I was going to go get him, and I was freaking out because I was already late. I couldn't call you, right? I don't think I could have called you. I tried to call you. I don't, know. I, knew, I, remember, I don't know, I remember I just took Uber to your house. Yeah, he took an Uber to my house and was like, babe, it's relaxed, it's okay, it's okay. And I, I mean, I was panicking because for an hour straight, I had like looked for my keys everywhere. I couldn't find anything. I think I did recommend looking where they was at. But I did look. Uh. But this man came in the house instantly and boom, found the keys. And... Everybody, like, I know people hear that, like, that's how you fell in love with that man. And it was like, yeah, I fell in love with him because he knew um, how my mind is, right? Like, a, a part of this disorder is oftentimes I have memory lapse. Um, I really, you know, my memory is not the best. Or I have distorted thoughts. And instead of him, like, kind of making me feel little and... Being like, it was right here, see, or like anything like that, like I've experienced in the past. He took his time and was like, see, babe, it's okay. I told you, I'll always be here to help you. Um, I'll always be here to, like, you know, help you find things. And it was just for me, for only being together for like three months at that time. I want to say three months. And for him to be so gentle and kind and for him to know, like, this is kind of like her or whatever like that. That touched me. And I was like, oh my God, I think I actually love this man. Because um, I just never experienced like such gentleness. Jay's a gentle, 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 gentle giant. Like, he's a big guy. He's my big teddy bear. Um, but I'm not going to lie, being in a relationship with somebody, having a mental disorder, obviously makes you um, nervous. So, babe, I want you to be honest. How is it being in a relationship with somebody who has a disorder? It's 
Uh, it tests your patience. Number one. And uh, <coughs> uh, I don't know. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard to answer. It tests your patience for sure. And um, I don't know. I think that's just the biggest thing because. Like, yeah, of course, I've never dealt with something like that. So, as easy it is for me to be like, hey, why are you tripping or why are you this? Like, you know, like, yeah, it was, so, it was easy for me to want to do that in the beginning. But then I realized, okay, she ain't tripping. Like, you know, this is, this is, this, this happened, you know, this happens pretty frequent or this type of thing. Or when this happens, she responds this way or, you know, so it took a lot of learning. And with that, you know, with learning anything comes patience, you know, so. But even more learning a, a human because humans aren't perfect and, you know, neither, you know, nothing's perfect in life. So definitely, definitely taught me to be a more patient person. Um more understanding I mean that's that's a big thing this partnership has taught me just understanding like you gotta really understand things and before you can really make a decision so yeah. what would you say the biggest hurdle in dating somebody with a disorder has been Putting yourself, like, putting yourself second, you know? Um, Ooh, yeah. You don't do good with that. He's spoiled, y'all. Like, yeah, putting yourself spoiled. second. And, um, like, I mean, it's all, it all sounds the same, but, I mean, taking your time. Like, you know, I feel like that's a little different than having patience because you can be a patient person, but... You could still rush, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, um, you know, you definitely have to take your time with other individuals and, you know, when speaking on, you know, mental disorders and things like that, it, it definitely, you know. And you've worked, you've worked in, like, behavioral health before. So it's not anything that's, like, but it's different. New, new, but it's different because it's on the other side. Like, you're actually yeah, living working, with that person. You know, you're you dealing can, with the person. You clock out. You know, when you clock in to work, you know that's what you're going to deal with. And when you clock out, you know that that is over with, you know, for the most part. But right. there's no clocking in and clocking out, in a, you know, in a relationship. There's no, yeah, you have your, you know, we like we've grown in that area. Like, hey. Uh, I need a, you know, I need a minute. I need a minute. Or, 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 I need to decompress or, you know, so, but that wasn't easy, you know. It took a lot of... That was not easy at bumping all. Bumping heads and, well, I think I'm right. Well, I know I'm right. Well, you know, so... Yeah. It's just, just like with anything else, it, it, it takes a lot of patience, a lot of understanding and... And if, you know, within all of that comes growth, so. 
You've seen me through some dark episodes. I think there had to be about, since we've been together, there's probably been about two, three, two for sure, two major ones. When I moved, ooh, y'all, when I moved, I really thought Jay was going to leave me. Like, I really thought Jay was going to be like, is that when you want, did did you want to give up? Has there any been a point where you just wanted to like you wanted to be like oh, I can't do this? I mean, yeah, I said that. Like, yeah, so, I don't know. Like, oh, what do I get myself into? Oh, I don't ah, not what I get myself this. into. <laughs> I can't do this, or I'm, I'm not ready for. Yeah, you say all those things, and then, but <coughs> you know, that was a that was a you know, challenging time for you, and I didn't understand that, I was like, well, okay, you gotta move, let's move, like, okay, get, we'll do what we gotta do, but I didn't understand the whole, I didn't grasp the whole, it was your first this, and, you know, I didn't understand that until you broke down, really, and I'm like, well, okay, I get it, and then, you know, you know, diving deeper into you and your disorder, and, the, you know, so... You know, you can't ever really look at a person on the outside and they appear, you know, they could appear to have it all together and they could appear to be in shambles. But that same person that's in shambles could have, you know, a greatest routine, you know, like a great routine when they get home. And and that's just how they appear to others. Well, on the flip side, that person that appears to have everything in order can, you know, be living out of a box and they just know what to do they just so used to it they become accustomed to it and yeah. we're just on the outside looking at it and making these assumptions and judgments and that's all it is so that's all it was until I really got to know you and understand and that's not saying like, oh that's just who she is not like that's that's like a cop out you know like what I'm a work in progress so like that's who you are and I say that meaning like I've learned to understand that's who you are and you know not saying like, oh, I'm cool with it but like that's just who you are like I wouldn't you know we wouldn't be where we are if I didn't fully understand that and, and be okay with that sure so here's a big question I don't feel like we ever talked about this but I want to ask you because I've always wanted to ask you um most of the time, people who have mental disorders, it's hereditary. That's just a reality. Is there a fear that one of our kids might inherit um, bipolar disorder? No, it's not a fear. I mean... I mean, I guess I shouldn't say a fear. Is it like a reality like... That you are cautious of, or like you, you like, are knowing like ah, this could be a possibility. I mean, I want you to be honest too. Like yeah, I mean I I don't know I've never really considered it or I never really thought about it, but I mean I understand that. It could be two healthy people, and you know, I understand that's a part of, I understand that part of, you know, 
having kids and all of that. So mm-hmm. that's just a part of it. But like, you know, I mean, any, I feel like, yeah, you're going to say, oh, yeah, I'm up to the challenge and all of that. But, I mean, that's my kid. That's not, you know, like, I'm not going <coughs> to. still gonna be my kid regardless I don't, I don't I'm not gonna treat him diff- any different I'm not gonna love him any less I'm not gonna you know it'll be up to the challenge cause that's that's me you know that's a part of me so right you know I asked because you know that's a that's a that's a real thing that's a real reality and I know we always talked about if we have a kid and they have like a disability or something of that nature but I don't know. I would feel... Can I be honest with you? I would feel guilty. I would feel really guilty if one of our kids ends up with a mental disorder because I would just feel like it's my fault. Even though there's nothing I can do to prevent, even though I know there's nothing I can do to, like, stop it. You know? It's just that guilt of, like, am I setting my kid up for a hard life? Am I setting them up for, like, discomfort? Um... Is that asking too much of, like, you to be able to cope with them and me and everything that, you know, you're your own individual, too? So, it's all those things that I think about. I think about. And I think that's what would call me, like, guilt. I would hope that I can work through it and that I can get over it. But that's one of the things I do think about. Yeah, I do think about that a lot. I also think about the fact that it's like, you know, I'm not medicated. And we've talked before about the possibility of probably becoming medicated if need be. Um, How do you feel about me continuing not, though? Well... Um, I mean, how do I feel about you continuing? Not continuing, like, not to be medicated. I mean, you worked in, like I said, you worked in behavioral health. You know what those drugs can do. You know what they're really capable of. Like. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I feel confident and comfortable with you moving forward not medicating because that's not something that you've grown accustomed to having to do. Now, on the flip side, you know, having a kid and, you know, catching things, like, you know, catching and not just catching, but accepting these things early, that, you know, that's different. I feel like that's a difference when it comes to you because, you know, like, not necessarily would say yours wasn't noticed or known or recognized or, you know, but I just, um, you know, yours wasn't accepted, you know, as early as... Mm-hmm. You know, so with that being said, I just feel like you have to be active with, you know, the younger, early years in a kid's life to, you know, because they, they can't open their mouth and tell you what's going on and what they're thinking and all of that. So, right. I mean, yeah, if you feel like. I don't know. I mean, I can't speak on the future, but, you know, I'll, all I'm going to say is I would be active in, you know, doctors and, and, and that part of Trying that to figure aspect out what's going of, on. of, yeah, of everything. 
like I would just be active and open and, and understanding of everything, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I already know. I think you're going to make a great husband. You're going to make a great dad. Because, you, you know, you take your time. And I think what I admire about you the most is that, what did you say? You, like, you know how to handle things. Which, whereas I explode and I react very suddenly, you take your time and, like, what do you say? You take it all in and, like, you just try to process it. What did you say? I forgot what you said the other day when we were talking. Like, um, like, well, we was talking, it was about, like, how I, like, you know, like, silence me and, you know, being quiet. And it's not, you know, it's not that I'm just, like, ignoring you or, like, checked out. It's, like, sometimes I really got to be careful with my answer, you know what I mean? Like, to the, all the way to the wording of, you know, just, I've learned that, you know, I've learned that words are, important, you know, a big thing, and, you know, so, so yeah, I like to take my time with, you know, certain things, like if something important or something impactful to, you know, me or, or us or, you know, my life or our life or anything, I just, yeah, I like to take my time, and I know a lot of times that can be perceived as not caring and nonchalant and all of that, but, you know, I'm a very caring person about you are stuff that I care about, if that makes sense. But, um, yeah, I just, I just learned to, to just be patient, you know. Rome wasn't built overnight. Come on, Rome wasn't built overnight. Shut up. I'm done. <laughs> I love that about you, babe. Bye, everybody. No, why are you? Why are you a dingleberry? See, I told y'all I was only gonna get him for a little bit of time before he tells me I'm done. But I thank him for coming on because he did a great job. He did a great job. He started to warm up. Now, the conversation we had off air continued and it got really, really good. But I'm going to have to have him on again when he's more prepared. Um, but no, like, and, 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 that, and I thank him because it's not easy. It's not easy being in a relationship. And also, it's not just me. Like, he has his things too, you know. He has his hurdles, he has his trials, he has, you know, his baggage that he comes into the relationship with as well. We have just learned how to make all of our stuff come together and coincide with each other. We've learned to heal um, separately and together. Um, that's what I would have to say. And so a lot of people, now I get this often, people are like, oh my God, girl, you're so lucky. And girl, I can't wait to find me a man. Da, da, da. That's the thing. Um, I didn't find him. Now, I did tell you guys, I found him on the internet. But I didn't find him, right? He came up. Um, 
he showed up. I don't want to say by chance, but he showed up. But let me tell you when he showed up. He showed up when I was in a place where I could receive love. Because before then, I was dealing with somebody real terrible for a number of years. And I couldn't see nobody else. I couldn't really accept love from anybody else. I couldn't really envision love with anybody else, no matter what I said, you know? Um, Jay came around in a time of my life where I was just tired of the BS and I really wanted, um, to love on me. I wanted to figure out why I kept making the choices that I made. So I started that journey of loving myself and, and healing myself and really getting to know myself. And I feel like that's what drew him to me. That's what drew him to my energy, um, that's where what that's what placed me in the right position to be able to connect with him and vice versa cuz like he said he was in a point in his life where he was just tired of doing the same old same old and like not progressing i was in the same place um so we again we ended up helping to heal each other together but then also separately healing ourselves respect respectively um so that we could be better for each other and better for ourselves. So thank you, Boo, for coming on. That was so great. I'm so proud of him. It's my baby. Okay, so um, I thank you guys for always tuning in and always listening. Like I said, consistency is the name of the game for 2023. And guys, come hell or high water, I am making sure that I put out an episode every Friday. Every Friday, okay? Um, unless it's like really crazy circumstances. But I thank you guys for listening, how you've been listening. I thank you guys for liking and, and subscribing and sharing posts and sharing um, the podcast, sharing your thoughts. It means the world to me. I still want to hear more from you guys. I love feedback. Give me some topics to talk about. Um, what are your thoughts of love? Do you feel like you could date somebody who has a a mental disorder? What do you think the challenges would be for you? Do you yourself find it hard to find love dealing with a a, a mental disorder? Or or just having trauma that is unhealed, you know? I want to hear from you guys. Our email is mentalmindbiz. Again, that's mentalmind, M-I-N-D, biz, B-I-Z at gmail.com um you can also follow us on all socials facebook twitter instagram yeah that's it for right now uh at underscore mind yo biz mind yo biz b-i-z-z um, oh, yeah, and TikTok. Of course, how can I forget TikTok? The most popular social we have. Um, our TikTok name is Mind Yo Business Pod. Um, and over there, again, I just really, like, show more of my life um, and mental health TikToks and just, you know, little funny things, but also educational aspects. So, um And some things about our relationship, too. So, if you want to know some more, you can go over to the TikTok and you kind of, like, look at little things that are posted about our relationship, um, me and Jay's relationship. Um, But I would love to hear from you guys. Um, Let's continue to build our community. Guys, this is episode four. 
of season four. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm really happy. I'm thankful that you guys are taking this ride with me. I'm trying to figure it out every step of the way. And I thank you so much for tuning in every week and riding with me. Um, You are amazing people. Uh, Know that always. No matter what's going on in this world. No matter what calamity is coming down. That we are a strong people. And that we're always going to persevere. But we have to take care of ourselves guys. This is the time. I'm on my soapbox real quick. Just let me stay up there. Guys, this is our time to start taking care of us. This is our time for us to start as a people to heal ourselves from all the things that have been done to our ancestors and to us. This is the time for us to stand up and rise up as black and brown people and claim what's rightfully ours. We deserve to be in great health. We deserve to be in great financial standing. We deserve to be um, in, 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 in great mental health. We deserve to live just as much as a fruitful life as anybody else. We are not the minority. We are the majority. Okay? And don't let anybody tell you different. We are kings and queens. And we need to reclaim our throne and put our crowns back on our head. Guys, it's Black History Month, and I know I haven't really done a lot to celebrate Black History Month on the podcast, Um, personal choice, but it's Black History Month. It's our month, and it's not even just Black History Month. It's Black History year-round, but it's definitely time for us as a people to keep grasping onto the opportunities that are ahead of us and keep speaking out and having those conversations that, that people are scared to have. Keep speaking our truth and keep putting our own narrative out there because they're trying to change our history. They're trying to say that slavery didn't exist and that it wasn't that bad. And we're not going to go down like that. Our people didn't go through all that to be forgotten. Uh Uh-uh. Not my ancestors. Uh -uh. So I'm getting on my soapbox now. Um, Just remember, you are light. You are black magic. You are somebody. Okay? You are loved. This is a safe place. You are loved. You're not alone. And when it feels like you're alone, hear my words. You are loved. Always. I'm sending you love and light, my beautiful people. Protect your magic always. (laughs) All right. I'll see y'all next time. Have a good Friday.